AT&T connects an ode to podcast. Connect the alarm, change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze, 10 more minutes to dream. Connect the shower, lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work and traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Moments like my daughter telling me a new joke mean a lot to me. But after being diagnosed with metastatic breast cancer, or MBC, which is breast cancer that is spread to other parts of the body, they mean even more. I take Ibrance, Palpocyclib. Ibrance 125 milligram tablets with an aromatase inhibitor is for adults with HR positive HER2 negative NBC as the first hormonal based therapy. Ask your doctor about Ibrance and visit Ibrance.com. Ibrance may cause low white blood cell counts that may lead to serious infections. Ibrance may cause severe inflammation of the lungs. Both of these can lead to death. Tell your doctor right away if you have new or worsening symptoms, including trouble breathing, shortness of breath, cough, or chest pain. Before taking Ibrance, tell your doctor if you have fever, chills, or other signs of infection, liver or kidney problems, are or plan to become pregnant, or are breastfeeding. Common side effects include low red blood cell and low platelet counts, infections, tiredness, nausea, sore mouth, abnormalities in liver blood tests, diarrhea, hair thinning or loss, vomiting, rash, and loss of appetite. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. God can't bless who you pretend to be or who you compare yourself to. He can only bless you and the lane that was created for you. I feel that for somebody. You don't need no edge entity. You need boundaries. What? I don't need your likes. I don't need your validation. All I need is a God fighting for me that says all things, all things, all things. It's the sisterhood for we. Let me tell you, there is something I just keep hearing the sister, sister song, the sister, sister theme song in my head. Sister, sister, you never know how much I miss you. Let me tell you, you don't even know how much you miss a sister you never even had until you find the sister you always wish you had, or you begin to really embrace this sister that God has already put into your life. Sisterhood is complicated and messy and beautiful and hilarious and delicate and all of this these just incredible dynamics create a journey that women every woman has an opportunity to take whether you have a biological sister or you're just a woman in the world you have an opportunity to really create sisterhood because every woman needs another woman I believe that from the core of my being and sometimes we have those women for seasons sometimes we have them for a lifetime but there's nothing like being supported by another woman we're talking about sisterhood all month long and I have I get to have co-hosts that are sisters or have a special relationship under the sisterhood umbrella today you're going to meet Breland and Brittany they are six years apart Breland says she's conservative and Brittany is a free spirit so I have to investigate this because like what does that even mean and how has that shown up in their dynamic one thing I know for sure is that this episode is really going to break your heart open in ways that you did not even know that you needed and you're going to laugh like out loud so be careful watching this at work Um, I'm so interested in learning how they've navigated their differences and commonalities to strengthen their sister bond let's learn girls (laughs) 
I just want you both to know that I could hear Breland calling you mother and it blessed my soul. <laughs> it brought me. <laughs> Sarah, when I tell you she treats me like how I'm long? Stinking. How long has this been happening? Let's talk about okay. it. Okay, so honestly, she whipped me when I was younger. Say that. Let's get she into had. it. Let's get into it. What happened? Yes. She had extension cords like that she would keep around the house to beat me. That Brittany. <laughs> Wait, is it not true or did it just happen one time? Thank you. Confusion. Thank you. So I didn't keep this, him around the No, house. but I would say, stop, you're not my mother. I am your mother. <laughs> Listen to me. And um, she convinced me that I was adopted. Nice. And um, Brittany. Her, my parents adopted me, but she had me. Oh. She had me and my parents adopted me. <laughs> so... I had to listen to her while I'm her real mother. So. <laughs> oh, but I only beat her once. <laughs> well, that that's great. That's great. That speaks to your love for her as a mother. What is wrong? <laughs> Thank you. What is wrong? <laughs> Brittany, do you want to defend yourself or are we just going to let this slide? You know what? Honestly, I'm just going to let her tell her side of the story. I've wronged no man. Um, <laughs> no, 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 no. I, I only beat her one time. I was not keeping extension cords around. Her. Actually, I didn't even beat you. I just chased you. No, you don't remember? You did. I chased you because you was on the steps and you said, "Stop! I want mommy." I said, "I am your mommy." Okay. <laughs> Clearly, I shouldn't have been in the house. Okay. Clearly, clearly. What is y'all's age difference? Six years. Okay, so Brittany really did feel like she was in charge of you. Yes. Breland, at what moment did you realize, like, have you ever had a moment where you really realized, like, you were not the boss of me, like, honestly? Um, I think about maybe last year. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I cannot. Yeah, I'll probably say last year was the first year <laughs> I had, you know, my she son got, first will. She got smart with me. I yeah. see <laughs> oh, I want the details. Can we have the details? When did she get grown? Well, look at who. Look at, look at who became a mother. I've only been married for seven say. years. Mm-hmm. You know, got three kids under my belt. You know, just all these th- bills. Yeah, you know, all the things. You know, yes, but it's okay. She still treats me like it's okay. I like it. You know, I'm like, okay, take care of me. You know, that's amazing. My real baby. <laughs> Brittany, what has it been like for you, though, to see her actually step into, like, adulthood and womanhood? Like, was it hard for you to see her do that transition? It, you know, honestly, it wasn't hard. It was it was definitely interesting because I always felt like she was my baby. I think I, I don't know, I didn't have a really good time at your wedding. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think I had a really good time at her wedding. <laughs> Okay, this is the first time I'm hearing this, so if you see some speak blow your truth, speak it's your truth, I'm Brittany. hearing things for the first time. Devastated. I mean, because I love her husband. Don't get me wrong; he is like one of my greatest friends these days. But I just was devastated. I'm like, oh my gosh, she's actually getting married. Like somebody else is going to be telling her what to do. You know. <laughs> But when I realized that he was good for her and, you know, they were good together, I was kind of like, okay, I'm going to chill. I'm going to relax. And I saw her coming into her own and I'm like, oh, she's a grown woman. Like, because I've always seen her teach. When she was a teenager, teaching for me, like seeing her teach the word wasn't like, oh, you are grown. Because she she did that when she was like seven. (laughs) Oh, That wasn't really like her coming into... um, Womanhood. I think when she had her baby, when she had Sophie, I was there with her. Her real mother yes. asked Didi Freeman where yes. she was. My real there. mother was not there. Her, her was there. Her your real mother was there. <laughs> stop saying so, that your real mother wasn't there. She's like, stop saying it. <laughs> no, but when she, the strength that she like endured bringing my niece into the world and just watching how graceful she was. Girl, don't make me emotional. Stop. We are not doing that on this here podcast. <laughs> but um, I, it was just watching her handle that. I'm like, oh, this baby is like married and about to be a mom. And she is grown. Like, she is grown, grown. 
You did that, huh? Yeah, I did. That. I did a good job. Yeah, excuse me. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. She's so serious too. That's funny. She's so serious. <laughs> no, but it wasn't hard. I think I was excited because I think that was the shift when we became friends. Mm. Because before, I didn't really see her like one of my friends. It was like, you know, that's my little sister. That's my yeah, I would agree. I would yeah. agree. After I had Sophie, that's when our relationship really shifted. Oh, really? She, she yeah. could be my friend. Yeah, because yes. we're six years apart. So mm-hmm. we went through life at different times. So mm-hmm. we have, we always had fun together, but being able to relate to certain mm-hmm. things and communicate on the same level, um, we didn't always have that. But once I had Sophie... Yeah, I probably would say, oh, that does make me a little emotional. I don't think I've ever thought about it. Yeah. But um, that was really like the moment where we had a shift where I would call her. And I have a picture where she's like holding me in the delivery room. Mm-hmm. And this is when my water first broke. And when I tell you, I was like, oh, I'm not going to have no epidural. <laughs> what? I am good. <laughs> Gucci. Baby, that first contraction after that water broke, I was in that, I can't do this. (laughs) And Brittany was like, yes, you can. Yes, you can. You can do this. And she's holding me. And she realized once we like connected, I started breathing her same pattern. So she was holding me and I started breathing the same way she breathed. A woo to the woo woo woo, Um, but it took me out of a moment that I was in that I felt like I couldn't make it and she was. I definitely can say our relationship skyrocketed from there. So it's so interesting to hear that because I think a lot of sisters who have an age difference don't think that they can have like that best friend thing. But you guys just came into it into adulthood. What was it like before then? Were you just guys in the same house or was Brittany literally just kind of like your second mom? And I can relate to that because like I'm Dexter. Dexter calls me to this day. That's he's my little brother who's like six foot three. So not that little. But he calls me like I'm his stepmom. He calls me his god mom. So I understand that dynamic where it's like, child, I raised you like you are my yes. baby. And I've had yes. to like I think I'm just now coming to a place where like I guess you're grown. I introduced him to his wife, but I didn't mean for them to get married like when they got married like I need y'all to slow down and now I'm like having to like let them be grown yeah it's um it's definitely something you have to figure out and navigate through I think before it it was like a mother-daughter kind of relationship because Mm -hmm. I was always inspired by Brittany um just her love for people she has like one of the biggest hearts like huge hearts for people um so always inspired by those things but you know she's your sister so she would irritate me and I remember one time I made her so mad I can't even remember why but I made her so mad and she was like I don't want to be your sister or something so I I wrote you don't remember I wrote you a letter oh now you (laughs) don't remember (laughs) I wrote her a letter okay now I was being funny at first but I really don't remember that remember when I wrote you a letter and slid it under your door was that in this house? Yes. Oh. I wrote her letter and I sent, <laughs> slid it under her door. And she said, um, she said, I, it's not that I don't want to be your sister, but sometimes you have to learn, you know, how to deal with me yeah, or something. Right, yeah, like, and I don't um, remember saying that. You did. I remember. It hurt my feelings really bad. That's why I only write re- it letters. It you stronger. I- <laughs> what? <laughs> Breathe it. You know what? Breathe it. This is starting off real wrong. You, this was abuse. I, as I'm starting to sit here, for sure. For sure. For sure. Emotional. You're a survivor. You're a survivor, Breathe. I survived through this mug. True. Somebody, yes, I did that because Ooh. I'm starting to sit here. But I wrote her a letter, and um, from those moments, you learn, you know, just we have differences. We're sisters yeah. in the same house, but we were different. Brittany is more of a free spirit, um, very conservative, you know, laid back. Um, so we had different. Desires. Wait, what does it mean? Um, what What does it mean for Brittany to be a free spirit and for you to be conservative? <laughs> yes, please do tell. I would say because yeah, hold on can I just story. say because the first time I heard Breland speak she walks into the room and she's like if you're horny and you know it clap your hands and starts clapping so like I don't know say more about conservative because what are we talking about <laughs> <laughs> that part that part I think when I, I speak I'm definitely a different person that's the annoying thing I'll say but normally on the day to day I'm like very low key but 
one story, she was in college and she went to a very well-known Christian college and they sent um, a letter home because she got fined because she was dancing on the tables. I was campus. not dancing on the tables <laughs> on campus. Where were okay. you dancing? I was dancing on campus. Oh, she was dancing and on it was, campus. You weren't supposed to dance on campus, apparently. Really? And <laughs> that some, some of my friends asked me to do the Sierra because I thought I was Sierra when I was in college. <laughs> So they asked me to do her dance and I would do the dances to her videos and I did it one time for open house, did it in a parking lot and I was they was fining me fifty dollars every time. For dancing? What's all you but but this but you 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 was like legs spread, like you really thought you were Sierra. It, it I, well I really thought I was Sierra, but you know, Sierra was really like she she wasn't wild, like when you know, in the like the goodies and all of that stuff. It was real clean dancing. And so that's all I was doing and they find me. Free spirit. Free spirit. I like to dance. And Breland, <laughs> you being conservative means that you, you would just you just stay to yourself. Are you introverted and she's extroverted or is it really? No. Cool? Okay. It's the other way. Yeah. I'm an introverted extrovert. How did no, I say it? I'm Ambivert. Extroverted introvert. Yeah. So one of those. I'm, I have I'm those rather, moments. Yeah, By the end of the day, no I'm depleted. She has mm-hmm. those mm-hmm. moments, but she likes being around people more than I do. Yeah. I would say. I'm nicer. Now a word from our sponsor, BetterHelp. A few years ago, I had several speaking engagements back to back and it all became too much. I felt overwhelmed and I could tell that I was mentally fatigued. Your girl was burnt out. One of the things I did to get myself recentered again was speak to a therapist. It feels good to express my emotions and thoughts. I could feel the weight of burnout slowly lifting from my shoulders. I'm a huge advocate for therapy and I believe BetterHelp is a wonderful resource to get matched with a therapist therapist that can meet your needs. BetterHelp is customized online therapy that offers video, phone, and even live chat sessions with your therapist, so you don't have to see anyone on camera if you don't want to. It's much more affordable than in-person therapy, and you can be matched with a therapist in hours. Our listeners get 10% off their first month at betterhelp.com evolve. That's betterhelp.com evolve. How do you think that you all being PKs like help to like bond you or to make you stick together? Oh, I would say Brittany um, is a ride or die for family. Like if you touch me or look at me the wrong way or think you about to say something, no, Brittany is right here, like right here on your about to be on your neck. <laughs> so I think that really helped us bond because we stuck together like mm-hmm. people weren't gonna break us they weren't gonna talk about us um or do anything to us so it built us to well, be they was gonna see me right i don't know what that means, i have grown but no yeah. but it's, they was gonna see me they was gonna catch these hands they was gonna catch these hands if they mess with us but spirit. these days you know guys god has <laughs> done a really one mighty have, work in you i know i have very um i yeah. don't respond to people on instagram yeah, she's she's definitely that one. Like, if people troll my page, yeah, Brittany, I'm, I'm, Brittany goes back and trolls them back. And no, I don't troll them back. But, you know, <laughs> spam, spam, it's spam, just spam. kind of like because people don't realize it's almost like our life, their entertainment type mm-hmm. deal. And because of a lot of things that I went through growing up with different people, having so much to say, people lying about different things about me and then attacking me on so many different levels. By the time Breland Breland was like a teenager and all of that, I'm like, oh no, you're not going to do this to my sister. Like she should have, she should have the ability to grow, um, grow up like, I don't know, a person needs to grow up. Like she should be able to feel out certain things and to really learn how to love God and really just be able to flourish in a safe environment without all of these like people just coming at her and saying all this kind of stuff. And then what was on her life, it was like, oh no, I gotta protect this baby. Mm. 
Like, you know, my brother, he he's a little more like he got his, you know, he, he can handle his own, but I just always thought she was just so precious. <laughs> and I'm like, Mm-mm, because people could just be so ruthless sometimes and treat us like we should never have any faults or never make perfect. any mistakes. We should be perfect as PKs. And then we were the first ones to be used as an example, like, or to try to attack my dad. Like then we were, we were big on trying to protect, well, I was big on trying to protect my dad. And when people would be like, um, oh, that's their pastor daughter, you know, this, that, and the third. So I just would protect all of us. Like I'm like, Mm-mm. and we just kind of stuck together. Yeah. She's the glue that keeps us together. Really? Sweet. Do you ever feel the pressure of that? Because it's so funny. I'm, you know, I'm watching your life on Instagram, too. And I can tell even within your family that you've created with your husband, how important family is to you. So I can imagine that's the same spirit that existed with your nuclear family. And I wonder, like, one, Brittany, do you ever feel pressure to be the glue or is it just kind of organic to who you are? And then, Breland, how do you think Brittany receives her own sense of protection and support from other people. This is about to be deep. Um, You know, it is organic to who I am, but at one point it was a lot of pressure. And like my aunt tried to say, you know, look at it like a privilege opposed to pressure, but then it, it became... I couldn't show my own like insecurities and my own fears and my own shortcomings because I felt like, no, I have to keep everybody else together, everybody else in line. And it began to weigh on me like physically. And I started to get really sick physically Mm -hmm. until probably about 2019 was when I realized, okay, I got to make some changes and I have to really just I can still be strong while letting them in, you know, and letting them be the glue when I just need, you know, when I need a break. break. Yeah, Yeah, I'll say just recently you started to let um, other people be the glue for you Mm -hmm. and come in and. Um, protect her, you know, um, especially, of course, our age gap, there were a lot of things that she didn't share just because it was like, maybe I ain't gonna understand, or it's not even worth sharing, but now we talk so much more. I probably call you what? So, so all the time. So many, it was like, every day, but well, that is like day. every other day. Yeah, I just gotta make sure she's school. still alive. But, because, <laughs> um, you know, she would be like, all right, you can tell when somebody think you call it too much um so i give her her space just a little bit but i i noticed now you know strong people need people yeah and you think um oh she's okay she's fine she can handle it but little did we know she was sick going through so much stuff and now um you know i wish i could have handled it better or saw it from a different perspective um, but of course, being in a season that I'm in now, I can see a lot better um, just what I'm going through. So you have more compassion and grace for other people. Um, so we talk so much now. I, I give her uh, the best that I can give her and she responds very well, <laughs> surprisingly. But she's so um, to herself and she yes. keeps everything um, internally. So you have to say like, hey, what's going on? I wonder yeah, so really how did seeing this more vulnerable version of Brittany like change the way that you define Brittany? Because as sisters, I feel like we lock into one version of who our sister is. And that is the one version that we know and that we understand. And then when we're introduced to another version, whether it's her becoming a woman or her saying that I'm not as tough as everyone thinks that I am. Sometimes we can kind of force them to be who we knew or we can make space for them to allow this reintroduction. And so I'm wondering, like, how did your definition of Brittany change from maybe let's start with what it was. And now how do you see her? And then I I would love if you did the same thing, Brittany answered that question. Yeah, I well, I'll say from the beginning, I always saw her strong, um, 
very strong um, in opinion and in ways and strong-willed, I would say. She's very strong all around. That's, <laughs> that's to say that in the nicest way possible. Um, but uh, I never really thought she went through anything. And this is probably mm-hmm. the first time I've ever said anything um, about it because she was so like, oh, I got it. I can handle it. Or if you heard, you know, like they told her to abort her babies and it was like, oh, I just believe God. <laughs> it was like, so you didn't cry. <laughs> so you didn't like, what does that mean? You know, like you just, oh, I just believe God. There's nothing wrong. My babies are here now and whoop to do. And we're here we go. Um, so you never could really kind of tap into mm. that vulnerable side of her to see like, okay, did you struggle through that? Did it hurt? Did you want to cry? Did you, you know, any of those things. Um, but now since we talk so much, I'm seeing this whole other side of her and I love it. I, I love it so much because, um, uh, dang, Sarah, this is the first time we've ever really. This is baby. She'll share her debut. I don't know if, if you want to She'll share something. On the on the Woman Evolve podcast that she hasn't shared to the world yet, but um, in this season she's just open. You know, you can tell she's open to a new life. She's open to what God has called her to be. Um, yeah, she's yeah. This is uh, this is gonna be hard, uh, but she's she's um, She's just really walking in who she's supposed to be and not allowing anything to stop her or what people may say or even what I may think or what my family may think. She's really accepting um, all that she's called to be and to see that is just so beautiful. I can say I've never seen my sister more happy Mm. um, in the last, I mean, year or two uh, than she's ever been in her life. this is just her time, and I'm excited to see this because she's so open to the possibilities of life and um, not just caring about everybody else, but caring about Brittany. She's taking care of her body. She dropped the kids off like, hey, I'm going out, you know, <laughs> all those things. Because she don't, nobody watch her kids. You don't, she won't ask you to watch her. You literally have to say, hey, let me have your kids for like a day. And she'd be like, uh, okay, all right, I'll think about it. But that's just who she is. Um, but to see this new side of her is just, um, it's just, uh, it's, uh, <laughs> Okay, so I hate to interrupt all of this good conversation, but I wanted you to know that I want to talk to you, too. I want to hear your story. I want to hear your thoughts and opinions. You can send me your application, your video to be a co-host to podcast at womanevolve.com. Let me know what it is you want to talk about, why it's important to you that you be on the podcast. Maybe you're like, girl, I am not going to be on anybody's podcast. I don't do talking to people. First of all, this is a sign. Overcome yourself. But if not, you can send me an advice question podcast at womanevolve.com okay let's get back to the podcast I can ask you a different question I'd like to know what broke you open <laughs> oh lord um that was so funny because I was when I was talking to God this morning praying about um everything that we was going to talk about we was going to share and I was like, oh, well, I might as well. And then when you said it just now, I said, okay, okay, I'll talk about it. But um, for a long time, I, because I want to protect my parents, because I want to protect my family, I even got into the habit of trying to protect God because I felt mm-hmm. like, and Christians as a whole, because Oof. I just felt like people... People don't see like real Christians. And even if I like to have fun, I like to be a free spirit. Like I am serious about the way that I love God, like and how hard I go for him. And I wanted people 
to know, like, no, like, there are actually real, like, people who are living a certain lifestyle, you know, to please God. Like, it, it's possible. But it got to the point where, I don't know, I guess I tried to be <laughs> God. That, yeah. you know, it, it just wasn't even... It wasn't even healthy um, and I wasn't allowing anybody to come in and people didn't know that I had been going through a lot of my own personal things for a really long time because it wasn't that I was putting on or that I was faking or any of that. It was just I've always wanted to be happy within myself, you know, even in really bad situations like I have story after story after story as far as um, them telling me to abort my child, as far as having miscarriages and late term miscarriages, as far as being molested. And I have I have story after story after story, but people would never know because I I decided when I was young that I would never be a victim, Mm -hmm. like regardless of what happened to me. Um, I would always, I will always make the best of whatever I could so that I could just kind of stay lighthearted. But what I didn't realize is I was compartmentalizing all of those things instead of really allowing Jesus, God, you know, to really just heal me and allow people, you know, my connection and my relationships to help with that healing. And last year, something you know there was a a shift a big push into me having to be just open and real with myself and my husband and I have actually been separated for the past year and that was something that was like the scariest thing for me because I kind of knew I knew what it was doing to me mentally and physically I knew all of those things he's not a bad guy like at all but it just, you know, it yeah. just is a lot, is a lot going on. And but I didn't care. I was just going because I'm like, no, my parents the marriage made easy, and I'm gonna do everything I gotta do. We gonna make this work. We gonna figure it out. We got these kids. If you think I'm about to be single <laughs> with five kids, it's not happening. Like, and then I'm like, what would people think if? You know, they know, like, okay, I'm adopting or fostering kids, and then I'm I'm going to reintroduce them to trauma of divorce, or, you know, and all of those kind of things. And I, Breland, I think, had called me on the phone. And it was crazy because I kept all of everything in. Yeah, I <laughs> like, started to hear talks about things in the family. You know how whispers start to happen in the family. For sure. Wait a minute. I was like, I have everything no, in. No, no, no. But she called me like before anybody even knew. She called me and she said because I only people I had told was my mom, my dad, and one of my aunts. And two of my aunts and she was the first person who asked me how I was she didn't go into fixing mode she didn't go and I was scared to tell her like I I didn't even go hold you I was scared to tell her I'm like no way like she thinks you know the world I I do not need her to like fire and brimstone me right now like Jesus I can't (laughs) Like, I'm really doing all that I have to be doing as a Christian woman. Like, please don't fire and brimstone me right now, Brina. But um, she called, she said, okay, stop. How are you? Mm. And nobody had asked me that. So I just was like, and I bust out crying. And she was like, you the reason I've been feeling this way. She was like, I've been feeling so low. I've been feeling suicidal. I've been feeling. She just started. She started ripping off all of these different things that I had been feeling, and she was like, "You're not a failure," you know. And she did all. She said all the stuff, and at the end, she was like, "And hey, you will never go another day feeling unprotected." And I just was like, "Oh my god!" <laughs> and I bust out crying. I just sit on the bed because I'm like. 
okay, God. And in that moment, I knew I was going to be okay, like regardless, because it was just kind of another reminder of God's faithfulness. Like, I got you. Like, you worried about all of these different things because I'm thinking, I know how I hear from God, but the people closest to me while I'm going through this stuff, I'm like, how are they not hearing? How are they not seeing? Like, I know I can put on a smile and really kind of like breeze through certain things, but it's like, how are they, you know, missing certain things? And then I had to remind myself, like, while my dad was like (laughs) in the hospital and when he was pretty much getting ready, the doctors were like, he wasn't going to make it. Um, They had sent me to church because it was like, she, you know, we in faith for this and she's going to be the only one who could be able to hold it together while they tell everybody and what nobody knew is I was miscarrying that day. I actually Mm -hmm. flushed my baby down the toilet that night. And um, it's just been like situation after situation like that. And it's like, this is why they don't know because you've gotten so good at being okay. They even sometimes second guess God telling them, Hey, she need, you know, some help because you don't you don't learn how to do this so you don't got so good at being here and holding everything together and because I really be feeling like no I'm trusting God I'm gonna be okay but I'm not using my sisters I'm not using my, my the people who God put in my life for me to lean on too and so in that moment last year was probably the closest that I would say. I had ever been with her and I knew from then on it was it was gonna shift and she called me every day she was sending food to the house you know she's like how you doing wake up did you start your day today and I'm like I'm start calling you again and I'm like girl get off my that. phone but and she would pray and then she would, you know, not many people really want to keep my guests, a lot of them. And I get it. And the thing is, I enjoy them being with me. So it's rare that, you know, I have a babysitter, but um, they all just kind of band together. Like we'll, you know, bring food, help, came, help clean the house, keep the kids, you know, um, have somebody help teach them with homeschool, you know, and all of that. So it it really shifted for me with Breland when she was so sensitive to God mm-hmm. to, you know, just be there for me like that in that moment and then to actually stick through it. Because you have yeah. some people who will call you, who will pray with you in that moment, um, you know, and will kind of, kind of fizzle away eventually. But... She did like she stayed on it. Like she kept calling, she kept praying, and she kept reminding me, like, uh, uh-uh, we got this. God got this. Like regardless of what happens, we gonna you gonna be okay. The kids gonna be okay. She was like, if all y'all gotta move in with me, I said, girl, you do not want that. Like you do not want that. You just talk out of emotion right now. My kids are driving nuts. <laughs> um. But it really shifted for me because it was like I got to a point where I started to see her as untouchable because of how she was like um, with her being conservative. I wouldn't say like um, I I don't really know. I'm trying to figure out the best way to put this. Because with her being conservative and me being like a free spirit, our family, they joke about that a lot. And be like, you know, Breland really the save one. And I'm like, but I'm saved too. <laughs> like, <laughs> too. I really am. Like, I like tattoos and piercings and to dance out in public, you know. But I really love God with my whole heart. Like, I'm trying to tell y'all. It's real. Like, but it, it kind of put us, it kind of almost pitted us yeah. against each other. Like, even people in the church would be like your sister speaks you know teaches and you don't and i'm like they actually teach all the time but i don't want to if i don't feel like i say no (laughs) i'm like if i don't feel like i should be talking about it i'm not just going to be talking just to be talking i'm not going to be i'm not going to do that like if i feel like god is like 
this is what you need to be talking about. This is what you need to be saying. There's a group of people who are going to be blessed, you know, from this, then I'm for it. But just to be getting up teaching all the time, I, I just wasn't, I, 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 I wasn't interested. And she was, but people use that like, well, your sister do this and your sister do that and your sister all over the place. And I'm like, yeah, my sister's amazing. Like, go away. <laughs> but it, it put us in like this weird yeah. place where it, it was almost like people tried to have us competing. Mm-hmm. And um, then when her husband, you know, and he is over the top and amazing. And everybody's like, her husband do all this. Her husband do all that. He is here. He is there. And I'm like, and it's another level of this that they're <laughs> doing to me. But, um, and I'm just as proud as I could be, but... It put me, I almost allowed it to put me in a position where I couldn't even get what I needed from out of our relationship because mm-hmm. of what I felt she may feel with it all. And so in that moment when she talked to me, and she just kind of said everything that she said and she was she actually showed up for me. It reminded me like, this is my sister, like yeah. this is my friend, like this is my prayer uh, partner, you know, this is somebody who I don't have to pretend, you know, I don't have to, I don't have to put on, you know, for my sister. Like I can call her and tell her like, I'm sad. Like today is a rough day. And she like, girl, I would bet that was me yesterday. Let's pray about this, that, and the third, you know, it's, it's so, it has, it it is now like iron sharpened iron for real mm, mm-hmm. because it's kind of like flaws and all just expose things this is what god is sharing with me this is what i'm not feeling today this is what i need you to pray for i need you to come get these kids oh let's go out like it is so balanced now and it really i would say in the past year it's just like Oh yes, this is my sister. Like, <laughs> we are sisters. Yeah. I would agree. Yeah. So it really sounds like vulnerability and empathy allowed you all to really create intimacy within your sisterhood. And I feel like it took both of you coming to a place where you didn't mind not playing a role or a character anymore, but just like really being authentic and daring to share that authenticity. And I wonder if that's what keeps sisters from experiencing the beauty of sisterhood, not the competition of it, not the, you know, failure of it or the disrespect of it, but to really experience the beauty of sisterhood, it takes two people, right? It can't just be one-sided, two people willing to be vulnerable, respectful, authentic, and empathetic towards the other woman and to let go of this expectation of like how the other person should be so that you can receive them for who they are. And it sounds like that's what you all have learned in your adulthood version of sisterhood. Is that true? Absolutely. Perfectly said. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Perfectly said because I, it's something I always wanted, but didn't know how to attack it. You know, it's like I've always wanted to be like, oh, that's my best friend. That's my sister. And to see other relationships like that flourish, I just always say, oh, well, we're six years apart. You know, we'll probably never be that close. Mm -hmm. And now, because I felt like we both got to a place where we wanted something different and wanted to just like level up to be like, oh, no, we can actually show other people that we can be sisters because people will always say, oh, you guys are so close. And we would be like, yeah, yeah <laughs> sure. We, yeah, we are. Sure, we are. Sure. And as sisters, yeah, but taking it to that next level where we're actually friends because you can be a sister, but when yeah. you're not a friend is totally different and we were sisters we loved each other you weren't gonna come on my turf and talk about her like even though people try to put us together and even growing up our parents would say stuff like uh, like they always say oh Breland can't dance but Brittany is a dancer mm-hmm. and one day I realized I love to dance I can't dance a <laughs> lick but I love to dance so I, I, you know, I was like can you teach me a TikTok dance and she was screaming 
different things about our relationship that we love to do. And communication is key. You know, if you want something, go after it. You know, um, I knew she wasn't going to reject me in a way of like, ah, oh, girl, I, I knew she wasn't. So um, just knowing that we were connected and protected together, it's it's made our relationship so much more um, enjoyable. And even when we come around, it's like, hi. And my parents are like, well, you don't do that for me because I don't like you. <laughs> I don't like you like you know, that. That's what my parents say. You know, they said they don't see Cora yeah. until I come into town. They're like, I don't see her until you here. <laughs> That's how it is because you know we're growing up together. We're going to be together. I mean, ride or die or live or whatever it may be. Um, but it, it, it took absolutely two people making a decision that we weren't going to care about what she thought, you know, in the end. But to know you have somebody to cover you and to protect you and to go beyond this, um, you know, pretend person on this outlook. It's like, I go through things too. Yeah. As great as Tim is, I need somebody to talk to about him. Like, girl, can you believe this boy? <laughs> you know, and who was still respect him right. and not talk about him after or be mad later because we were mad at each other. And I'm like, I'm over that. And she's no, still mad. Somebody that would yeah. really love him. Yeah, it's like, girl, get over it. That's my man. I was with you. I, and I was yeah, tripping and he was tripping, but that's fine. <laughs> yeah, and that's and that's my business, okay? So we gonna be together, okay? Either he gonna stick with me or he gonna stick with me. So, um, but she'll tell me, you know, somebody will tell you that, hey, you're wrong. It's not him this time. It's you. And I'm not easily moved by people. Like, you're not gonna just tell me what to do. I'm very hard-headed. Um, but the Lord is working on me. Um, so it takes a special individual yes. to know how to navigate <laughs> To communicate to me, to yes, tell God. me, um, you know, to help me. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> so I allow her to be, you know, one of those those people. <sighs> Everybody who knows me knows that I love to cook, but in the summertime, I'm on summer break like everyone else in this house. I prefer to spend less time in the kitchen and more time relaxing. Thanks to HelloFresh, America's number one meal kit, I get to do just that. I'm spending up to 30 minutes in the kitchen cooking this amazingly good recipe that are basically foolproof. You literally cannot mess it up. Sis, let's come into agreement that we can stop sweating our edges out while cooking a good meal. Start today by going to HelloFresh.com slash WomanEvolve16 and use code WomanEvolve16 for up to 16 free meals and three free gifts. 16 free meals? Are you kidding me? Even if you're going away for the summer, HelloFresh will meet you there. I love the flexibility of HelloFresh. They are giving us the easy option of changing our delivery address to wherever we're vacationing. Cooking on vacation, it sounds like coins being saved. Eating out on vacation is a bill that you can avoid by using HelloFresh. Spend those coins on souvenirs, dope adventures, or add them to your next vacation. Go to HelloFresh.com slash WomanEvolve16 and use code WomanEvolve16 for up to 16 free meals and three free gifts. Okay, I, we have to answer an advice question before we go. But Brittany, I want to thank you just for sharing your story and for sharing your your truth with us. I know it's going to help a lot of people. I know what it costs to really share your soul like that. So I thank you. I, I feel like I relate to you because Cor was the saved one in our family and I was the one who was me. So <laughs> I was the, the one, one who was me. me. <laughs> I was <the> <laughs> But God, okay. (laughs) Yes. Okay, so here's our question. It says, hey, big sis, how are you? So this might be long. I don't know how, but I'll type it out and see how it goes. So I recently turned 20 and I was really excited about it. My relationship with God was doing all the right things. I felt like I had grown so much in that, but right now I'm scared to even say hi to him. So last year I got into a situationship. It didn't last long though. He got back with his ex. What's funny is he didn't tell me he had gotten back with her and he kept 
talking to us both. When I found out, I kind of tapped out, but this guy has a hold on me. So anyway, long story short, I moved on and started working on my relationship with God and it was flourishing. In August, he texted me and told me he was attacked and that he really needed to talk to me and me like a fool went running to see what was going on. I ended up losing my virginity that day. We kept contact for a good two to three weeks, then quiet on each other. I blocked him on the socials, but my heart was still right in his hands. Anyway, he texted me again in November and told me he was trying to reach me on my socials. And I found myself at his place again. And well, we had sex again. I felt my relationship with God, everything I'd worked to build up just slipped out of my hands. I recently moved to school and I have and I have quick access to him. I'm so scared of losing God. I know the advice might be sis move on and all that. And I know that. What I want to know is how I've tried to for so long and I keep finding myself back here. I don't know if any of this makes sense, but there you have it. I feel like there's more to this story because I didn't even go to talk about the childhood trauma. I would like to get there therapy, but this is Zambia. They don't do that here. LOL. Please help me. Big sis, Auntie Sarah, please. So I'm going to let the sisters kick it off. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> The, the first thing is you can never be too far from God. God is going to always be there for you. It's The Bible says he's even married to the backslider, so he's there for you. He already knew that you were going to have, you know, all these back and forth and these one nights and hope they were good. But, you know, what? I don't really? know if I can say that. I don't know if I can say that. You know, really? you know what? Hold it. Hold it. But good. You know, because some that could be it's okay. I won't yeah. go into that. No, but, it could. It could have a hold on you that it shouldn't. It's right. Yeah. Like, so okay, right. Wait. Isn't right. wait what? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. That was one of our. That was like a sister thing, about. right? Yeah, no, it, it's more. It, yeah. Okay. Um. Yeah. So she see my mother. She came back to my mother. <laughs> Anyway, I'll start from the beginning. I would say that, again, you're never too far from God, and he's always there for you, regardless of what you do, what decisions you make, um, what's going on in your life. Um, But with this, it may be connected to some childhood trauma, like she mentioned, and what she finds in this particular guy. She's getting something that she didn't get maybe when she was a child. So she's looking for this connection, you know, as a child to get from him. Um, So she's probably connecting those two together, but it's really finding what that is so you can attack it. Because when you find out what you're looking or what you're getting and what, how it makes you feel, Mm -hmm. you can be able to say Mm -hmm. like, okay, this is how it makes me feel, but this is where I want to go. So it's being able to identify that portion and being able to move forward. But it is something that um, you have to walk through. It's not something like a genie where I could just tell you, boom, the soul tie is gone and we pray. It's something that you're going to have to walk through day by day to say a daily decision like, okay, I'm not going to text him. I'm not going to respond. I'm not going to go to his house. Um, But where there's no vision, the people perish. So if you don't have any vision for your life of not wanting to be with him, you'll go back every single time. But if that doesn't line up with your vision, Life, you'll make decisions that ultimately glorify God and connect you to your Yeah, no, that's really good. And take it day by day. Like sometimes I realize when I put like really, really big goals on me, like I'm not going to do this ever again. Those are usually the ones that I'm right back in. But when I say, okay, today I'm not going to do that. Like, and I just focus on today and I wake up, have my time with God, do my work with my kids, find something fun that I laugh, you know, something practical that I can do the next day. I'm not going to do it again. Oh, he texts me because what I realized, the minute that I'm doing good <laughs> is usually <laughs> when they like that's that's what and, and baby, you really going to have to realize that it's, it's going to have to be, ooh, I must be doing real good because he just hit me up. Say no that time. Yeah. You don't have to just just focus on no that time. Oh no, I'm busy. The next time, say no that time too, and your no gets stronger and stronger and stronger. But you you really gonna have to kick the regret, and you really gonna have to know that it's no condemnation. For those. 
Christ and you you take that conviction and you you help you let it help you yeah. to grow and just take it day by day just every morning and say I'm going to do something that makes me smile and make God proud today. Mm. And if he texts you, say no, because he is going to text you. Yeah, He's going to call you. He's going to find you. Just know that it's not even honestly him digging you. It's the devil coming after your peace of mind, your grace, you know, your strength, you know, your glory, where you're going, like where he knows he don't want to. He just does. He don't want to see you get there. So if you see it like the guy is not even really into you, it's just the devil attacking where he know you you trying to be. Preach. It'll help you. It'll help you. I love that so much. I feel like that's something that we don't hear a lot when people are trying to move on from a relationship. Is like you can just take it day by day because we're trying to fit like a lifetime worth of I will never into something that we just had yesterday. So taking it day by day feels like such wisdom. I agree with everything you all said. I don't think I can add anything to it except for um, you said that they don't do that therapy thing where you are from. And I feel like that's true in a lot of places, like in our culture in our community we don't do the therapy thing and I just want you and anyone else listening to understand that just because you don't have therapists doesn't mean that you can't begin to unwind your childhood trauma there are so many books I'm thinking about homecoming by John Bradshaw about healing your inner child so many different podcasts so many different YouTube videos that you can avail yourself to so don't let the fact that you don't have access to therapy make you feel like you have to stay wounded there are so many things that we can do without the support of another person that God will bless so that we can continue to see ourselves evolve and grow into the best version of ourselves. So that's my two cents. This was great. So good. good. How y'all feel about it? How y'all feel about it? Thank you for having us. This is awesome. I mean, if more was a therapy session for us, you know, I didn't know we were going to share everything, but praise God, we made it through. It was great. Thank you both. Thank you so much. No, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And you look beautiful too. Oh, yes. thank you, child. I'm I it's it's a struggle today, but we here. Okay. <laughs> you here with your pink lips. Yes. yes. <laughs> okay, I love y'all. See you on the Instagram. All right. Love you too. Bye. Breland and Brittany yo we want in we want to come to the cookouts we want to come to the family reunions we want to braid hair together we want to babysit the children we want in we want all of the things adopt us please adopt us as your sisters if not just know that we'll continue praying and loving on you from afar it was honestly an absolute pleasure to kick back and hang with you both today thanks for sharing your sisterly vibes over the delegation all right now listen we are happy halfway through the year and you still haven't set time aside to co-host with me it's given we're not besties and I don't like that okay I'm, I'm kind of kidding but I'm kind of not I want your advice questions I want you to host the podcast with me and you can do both of those things by emailing podcast at womanevolve.com create a fake email address you don't want us in your business that ain't no problem just find a fake account and send us your advice question or tell us you don't want us to name your name change some of the details but still put it in there but get our advice on what's happening in your world because we want to know how we can serve you and it usually helps someone else put words to their own questions i'm waiting for you co-host advice question podcast at womanevolve.com your week is going to be great i love you see you soon AT&T Connects and Ode to Podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything.
AT&T. This is Amy Brown from Four Things with Amy Brown. Today, Healthier is happening at CVS Health in more ways than you've ever seen. It's wellness destinations for seniors, including select locations with Oak Street Health and CVS Pharmacy. It's doctors, nurses, pharmacists, and everyone in between offering quality care and support virtually, in person, and on the phone. It's in-home evaluations through Signify Health and meeting mental health needs through Aetna. And those are just a few of the ways that Healthier is happening. To see more, visit cvshealth.com slash healthier happens together. CVS Pharmacy, Oak Street Health, CVS Specialty, Signify Health, and Aetna are part of CVS Health. Eligibility and services vary by location and individual. Need an easy button to feed your baby? Baby Bretza's Formula Pro Advanced makes a perfectly mixed warm formula bottle automatically at the push of a button. No air bubbles, no fuss. Literally, choose your temp, select your ounces, push start, and you're done. Works with virtually all formulas and bottles. Say goodbye to the 3 a.m. feeding chaos and hello to this revolutionary stress-free solution. Raising a baby is hard enough. Let Baby Bretza make feeding a breeze. Get your Formula Pro Advanced at babybretza.com.